Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 165 of the podcast that was originally recorded on June 13th of 2017. I'm not going to list out all the games I talk about because I kind of did a little bit different of a podcast than I normally do. I am talking about all of the games that I would like to see and demo and play and possibly purchase at Origins of 2017, which I am getting ready to leave for. So these are some of my top games that I've seen. These aren't necessarily all the games that I want to see, but these are some of the top games that I've pulled out of the Board Game Geek list that I'm really interested in seeing. So hopefully you enjoy the podcast, and I will be back next week with an Origins recap. Enjoy the episode. Hey gamers, welcome to the games. This is Joe Luzzi from What I'm Playing Now, and welcome to episode 165 of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. As always, you can send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can also join us in some conversations over on Board Game Geek. We have a guild over there. We have guild number 2440. On Twitter, you can follow me at What I'm Playing Now. On Facebook, just do a search for What I'm Playing Now. Our Google Plus page is plus.google.com slash the plus sign. What I'm Playing Now podcast. And then, as always, our Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash What I'm Playing Now. All right, this episode is going to be a little different from all the other ones. I am not going to discuss what I played for this past week. I'm not going to discuss what I want to play in the future, I am going to discuss a few of the things that I'm interested in seeing at Origins 2017 because I will be heading down to Origins this week. I will be trying to do as much coverage as I can and posting as many pictures and writing up some different stories to the website. So hopefully this week is going to be just a full week where the website is going to hopefully get a lot of information posted to it and I can sit down and demo a bunch of games down there at Origins. I already have quite a few interviews and meetings set up with different designers as well as publishers. So I am really looking forward to hitting Origins 2017 this year, as this will be my first time at Origins. Uh, the past couple of years, I have not been able to go. Last year, I was lucky enough to squeeze in some time to actually hit Gen Con for a few days. So I'm hoping Origins is going to be just as fun, if not more, especially since I will be covering Origins as press. So I'm really looking forward to that. But I basically went through the list of games for Origins that's on BoardGameGeek, and I kind of just pulled out a bunch of games that I'm kind of interested in seeing. They are in no particular order. These definitely aren't aren't in any order because one of the games at the end is would probably be at the top of my list if I was to arrange these in the way I would like to see things. I kind of just went through the list, and they're more in order of me going through the list by publisher than anything else. So let's jump first into a game, Deep Enemy Frontier. This game is being published by Leader Games. If you are not familiar with Leader Games, then you probably haven't played Vast, The Crystal Caverns, which was an outstanding game. That's one of the reasons why Deep Enemy Frontier has hit my list. They don't have a lot of information on Board Game Geek in regards to this one. It sounds like it's a two to four player game. It sounds like each player is going to be playing a different role in trying to take over the galaxy. In reading some of the forum posts, it sounds like it's kind of balanced for four people right now, but the game will eventually be balanced for two to three to four people, hopefully, and they can get this game in order. Like I said, there really isn't a ton of information out there um, other than each player is playing a different, a different type of player, and it's a sci-fi strategy game. So really looking forward to this one under categories. It's based on civilization, science fiction, as well as space exploration. So I'm a huge fan of space exploration games like Zaya 
as well as several others. So hopefully this game has some good things coming to it, and hopefully I can check this one out down at Origins. All right, let's jump over to number two. All right, the next game is Lisboa. This was a game that was on Kickstarter. Its publisher is Eagle Griffin Games. It is being designed by Vito Lacerda as well as Julian Pombo. Really looking forward to this game. Huge fan of Vito Lacerda games. The game is going to have mechanisms of area control and influence, some hand management, as well as tile placement. During the game, which is going to be played in rounds, each player is going to be able to place a card on their display or replace one card from their display. You're also going to get to try to do favors for your characters as well as commerce, construction, and openings from what it's saying here on BoardGameGeek. This game looks to be, one, just very gorgeous. Uh, the board and the components that are coming with this thing from the Kickstarter look to be quite well. I think there is a deluxe version for this game. That's what was basically out there on Kickstarter. So if you have not seen Lisboa, definitely check this one out. There is a little bit more out there. Feet Rado's done a run-through of this one, as well as Man vs. Meeple and Heavy Cardboard. They've done an unboxing of this one. So if you check out the page, you'll be able to get a little bit more information on this one than the last game that I talked about, as I believe this one is actually should be hitting retail and being delivered to Kickstarter backers very soon. Lisboa is one that made my list. It is for one to four players. And I'm really looking forward to checking this one out, hoping I'm going to be able to get in a demo of this one while I am there. All right, let's jump over to the next one. And for the next game, we are going to talk about The Refuge, A Race for Survival. I was watching a video on this game yesterday. It is being published by B&B Game Studio. It is designed by Floyd Liu. This one appears to be a post-apocalyptic zombie strategy game. The interesting thing about this one is you're trying to move your survivor from one side of the board to the other, but as you're doing that, your opponents are going to be placing zombies on different tiles of the board trying to block you from getting to the other side of the board. If you do run into a zombie, you basically go back to the start space and try to have to you know, start your run through all over again. So this one looks to be really interesting. It has some mechanisms of area control and influence, some area movement, a little bit of card drafting, as well as they say on here on BoardGameGeek, some pattern recognition. Um, from what I saw in the video, it looks interesting. i definitely like to try this one out and see how it actually plays. This one is supposed to play two to six players, which sounds kind of interesting. So I'm really interested in seeing how this whole how this whole mechanic works, especially once the game board kind of gets filled up with zombies and how you're supposed to trek across the board and make it from one side to the other once there are just so many zombies on the board. This one should be very interesting. I am not tired of zombies yet. I'm sure there are quite a few people out there who probably are, but I am a huge zombie fan. And this one kind of just looked and sound interesting. So I definitely want to check it out. Hopefully I can get a demo at Origins and we'll see how it goes. All right, the next game we're going to talk a little bit about is The Palace of Mad King Ludwig. This one is being published by Bezier Games. It's designed by Ted Allspock. This is basically just the second version of The Castles of Mad King Ludwig, or basically you could say a successor to it. One of the big differences about this game is, though, and I think I already talked about this in one of my previous podcasts under the What I Want to Play Now part of the show, is that instead of each person individually building their own castle, everybody's going to be working on one palace. One of the interesting things about this is you can kind of control the length of the game because there's a moat supposedly around the game, and I believe once that moat gets completed, that will kind of signify the end of the game. So 
It sounds like it should be really interesting. It's a tile placement game. I was really enamored and I really enjoyed the Castles of Mad King Ludwig. So I'm hoping that they basically just built upon those mechanics. This one sounds to be a little bit different and looks to be a little bit different as well. But I still have a feeling this could be a really, really great game. It plays two to four players. So hopefully I can get this one in a demo there while I am there at Origins. And hopefully this one will be as good as I think it's going to be. All right. And for the next game, it is called Unearth. This game has hit my list mainly because it is being published by Brotherwise Games. And if you are not familiar with that name, then you probably haven't played their hit game, Boss Monster, which they actually have a series of games for. There's a Boss Monster, there's an expansion, there's a Boss Monster 2. Great card game. My wife and I really enjoy that game. This one seems to be a card dice exploration game. It's being designed by Jason Harner and Matthew Ransom. This one, one of the more interesting things about it is being dice placement and having some dice rolling to it as well. They're using more than just six-sided dice. There are going to be three six-sided dice in the game, one four-sided and an eight-sided. So you're going to be rolling these dice, and depending on high or low rolls, you will get to do different things with those rolls. But I really like that they're adding in more than just six-sided dice. And most of the games that I've played, and pretty much all of the dice um, manipulation type games lately that I've been playing, role player, um, several of the other games that I've talked about on the podcast recently, um, Favor of the Pharaoh, th they're all just six-sided dice. The fact that we have more than just six-sided dice sounds really intriguing to me. This looks really interesting. If this is even closely remotely as good as Boss Monster, I have a feeling this will be a really, really great dice game. So I'm really looking forward to this one. It seems like it'll be accessible to all players of all skill levels. Uh, it will play two to four players. So hopefully it plays good with two as well as with four. Really looking forward to this one. And hopefully I can get my hands on this one down there at Origins. And we can see how those dice roll for me. Because, come on, we all know dice hate me. So I'm not sure why this one's on my list. But you know what? I have a feeling this is going to be a cool one. So I can't wait to see it. And the next game on my list is a game called Lignum. Now, this is the second edition. This game, I believe, was originally released, I think, in Germany a couple of years ago. But the second edition is finally being released in the U.S. It's being published by Capstone Games. You may be familiar with their Arkwright game, as well as a couple other more heavier type of Euro-style games. It's designed by Alexander Humer. And this one, you're basically playing a lumber you're controlling a lumber mill you're going to have workers and you're going to set out to run your lumber mill pretty much as good as you can there is going to be some mechanisms of um, action and movement programming some area control as well as worker placement all of those are mechanics and mechanisms that i really really enjoy the interesting thing with the second edition when they're releasing this it actually includes the joinery and buildings expansion which i believe wasn't in the first edition of the game that was released over in germany and what you're going to be doing is on your turns you're going to be trying to basically cut lumber down and from the forest you're going to try to get tools and workers along the way and then try to move that lumber and timber to the sawmills and process the wood from there and see when you can sell the wood for, you know, basically how much money. So I believe money is the victory point condition in this game, and whoever has the most money at the end of the game is going to be the winner. I'm a big fan of Capstone Games games so far. I really enjoyed Arkwright. 
I thought it was a great game, as well as Hashball Connect was one of the other games that I believe that they released. Those are both games I played at Gen Con last year. So I'm hoping to get a look at Lignum this year, and I have a feeling this one will be added into my collection probably right after playing it, because I have a feeling they bring in good stuff to the U.S., and this one's going to be just as good as some of those other Euros that they brought over before. All right, and then the next game that I noticed is was going to make my list the godfather corleone's empire this one's being published by simon asmodee and everybody else that's under them um this is designed by eric m lang this is a godfather game i've watched a couple videos on this one there's some area control here hand management worker placement it's based on the godfather this game looks to be outstanding it will play two to five players and this is probably if I was to rate some of these games, this would probably be second on my list of games that I want the most right now. From some of the videos that I've watched on this game, it just looks to be really interesting playing through the Godfather game and just trying to see what you can do as far as building up your family and expanding your influence and control. Um, and the Godfather movie series is one of my favorites. So this game is definitely just something that has jumped to the top of my list from the minute that I saw that this was announced. I think we had seen this a little bit last year at Gen Con is when they had announced this one. So I can't wait for this one to hit. I think this one's actually supposed to be released here in a couple of months. So this game is already on pre-order for me. It is an insta-buy and added to my collection. I'm hopefully be going to be able to get a demo of this one while I'm down there as I really, really cannot wait to play this one. All right, and the next game is going to be Master of Orion, the board game. This is being published by Cryptozoic. It is designed by Ekaterina Gorn and Igor Skulev. This one is based on the video game Master of Orion, which I've actually played some. I was in early access for this game. And from what I can tell, it appears to be a hand management game where players are going to have some different powers and everything, you're going to try to kind of just take control of, you know, the universe, I guess you could say. Um, there's going to be different races. I, from what I've seen on some of the videos, the race cards will have two sides to them. One side is maybe like a human race. The other side is like an alien race. From what it sounded like in one of the videos I was watching on Board Game Geek, they suggest playing as like the human races first. Sounds like they're maybe a little easier to play as well as... Uh, the, as opposed to the alien races that are on the other side. I mean, from watching the video, it looks interesting. I really kind of just need to sit down and see what the, how this game actually is. I mean, Master of Orion's just a big 4X style game. And from what I've seen from the card game, I'm not too sure if this is going to mimic that 4X as much, but it still sounds kind of interesting since I'm a fan of, of the video game. I really kind of want to see this one. I don't know if I'm expecting a lot from this game, I think this one looks kind of cool, so hopefully after demoing it, I'll get a better feel for this one to see how good it is. This one will play two to four players, so all I can say is on this one is I'm going to have to play it, and then I will make some judgment afterwards, and we will see how it goes. All right, the next game we're going to chat about is Merchants of Araby. This one is being published by Daily Magic Games, designed by J.E. Treat. Daily Magic Games, if you're not familiar with any of their, any of their works... They have published all the Valeria games, all of which I really enjoy. So when I saw another one of their games coming out, Emergence of Araby, I was instantly intrigued and really wanted to read more about this one and find out more about this one. This one appears to be some hand management trading as well as worker placement. 
on your turn, you're going to be playing cards, ta tasking merchants, and being able to negotiate with your opponents. So it sounds like there is quite a bit going on in this game. Uh, the negotiation and economic part of the game are things that I really like. That reminds me of games like Chinatown. So if this is something similar and akin to that, wow, I can't wait to play this one. And I have a feeling Daily Magic Games will have another hit on their game. So hopefully I'm going to be able to hook up with them and demo this game while we are there at Origins. This is one that I'm really looking forward to, and it sounds really interesting. All right, after that, we have... The network's executives. I haven't really talked about too many expansions here. Most of these are just being straight out first released games, but this is being published by Formal Ferret Games. Of course, designer Gil Hova, who is now currently on the Ludology podcast with Jeff Engelstein, a podcast that I listen to and that I really enjoy. The network's executives is just a full expansion for the game, the networks. The networks did make my top 10 list last year, so there was no way I could overlook the executives and not have this on my list of something that I want to play in demo immediately. It looks like this doesn't have a release date till 2018. Uh, you can play the networks solo, and the networks does play up to five players. So I'm really looking forward to this one. The Networks was one of the few games that while playing it, I don't think I've ever laughed as much before in my life. It's just a great game that just makes you laugh while you're playing. It has card drafting, and that's the main me mechanic in there. So this is just a game that, or just an expansion, I guess, that I'm really looking forward to and can't wait to see this one. So hopefully Gil has a little bit of some demos and maybe some pre-production stuff for us to see while we are there at Origins this year. All right, then we're going to jump over to Sentient from Renegade Game Studios, designer J. Alex Kevern. Sentient, Renegade Game Studios, one of my favorite publishers. A lot of the stuff, pretty much everything they put out is just an instant hit in my book. They have some great games. There really isn't a lot of information that I can find out there. This appears to be a game where you're programming robots and trying to build robots. And what you're going to do with that is attract investors into your company. And the more you can program your bots efficiently, you will get more patrons and everything built up. It sounds interesting. I can't really find a lot about this game. But considering it's being put out by Renegade, and it sounds like they are actually going to have some early release copies of this game there, this may have to be a purchase sight unseen without possibly playing, although I do have an appointment set up with the, with Renegade Game Studios, so I can hopefully get a good demo of this one in, as this is something I really want to see from them and see what this game is all about. All right, the next game that made my list is a game called Pinball Showdown. This is being published by Shoot Again Games, designed by Diane Sawyer. And this one, it's a it's a pinball game, but you're playing cards and you're the pinball and you're trying to control the play board in front of you by playing cards to get the ball and to get, you know, to get you into scoring position to score more points. Uh, what's not to like about this? I mean, I love pinball games and if they can actually pull this off via a card game, that would just be outstanding. It seems to have some auction and bidding me mechanisms to it as well as set collection. Um I'm not too sure what else I can say about this one. It just looks, it's, it just sounds kind of cool. It looks pretty cool from some of the pictures that I've seen so far. So I'm really looking forward to checking this one out. Pinball Showdown is plays two to four players. And hopefully this one is going to be as good as I think it is. So definitely want to get this one played there at Origins and see what it is all about.
And the next game on my list is a game called Pit Crew. This is being published by Stronghold Games, another of my favorite publishers, and being designed by Jeff Engelstein. This one seems like it will play two to nine players as people can play in teams of up to three players. And you're basically playing the Pit Crew for a race team. I love racing games and being able to play the Pit Crew. It sounds like this game is just completely insane. You're going to try to have to fill the fuel tank, do some engine repairs without playing cards incorrectly. It sounds like you're going to just be able to play cards rapidly in fast-paced succession. So this just sounds really interesting, and I'm just really intrigued to see how this game actually plays, especially if you can get three three teams of three players going and actually do like nine player games of this one. I think that would just be a crazy ass game. So pit crew from stronghold games designed by Jeff Engelstein. I'm really looking forward to this one. I do have an appointment with stronghold. So this is definitely going to be one of the games I ask if I can demo this one. And hopefully this one's going to be as good as most of other Jeff Engelstein's games are. I have a feeling it will be all right. And then we're going to jump over to the last game on my list. And this is kind of, I thought this was kind of funny because my wife and I just recently played Orleans multiple times in one day. And we normally don't play games like this, multiple successions, one right after the other. But I've been a huge fan of Orleans since it was released. And I I had never really picked up the second, the first expansion that came out. I had heard there's supposed to be a second expansion coming out. I wasn't really sure when it was supposed to be hitting the U.S., but lo and behold, it is being released at Origins. My wife really liked Orleans, and that made my day, considering it is one of my favorite games, easily one of my top five games of all time, possibly number two or three on my list of games that I've really enjoyed over the years of gaming. And Orleans Trade and Intrigue is being released in the U.S. at Origins. I will be picking this up immediately. Sight unseen, I don't care. I just want this one. This is this, like I said, this is the second large expansion for Orleans, and it's going to include new place tiles. The expansion is going to contain new beneficial deeds board, um, some challenging set of events, trade contracts, and there's also going to be intrigue, which introduces ways to possibly screw over your opponent. So, of course, my wife's going to love that because she's just going to want to try to just beat me in every game she plays so this game it it does play one to five player i've never actually played the solo game before i've only played this with two or two or four players i don't even know if i've ever played a three-player game of this but orleans trade and intrigue i can't wait for this one this is going to be another that's going to be an insta buy for me down there um this will probably be the first thing i actually pick up while i am at origins i want to make sure that i get this one immediately um Hopefully they have enough for everybody. I have a feeling this one's going to be um, very popular. This one's being published by Cranio Creations, DLP, and of course, Tasty Mintral Games is the one that brings it over to the U.S. It design, it's designed by Reiner Stockhausen. Great designer, great game. If you have never played Orleans before, definitely get that one to the table and then pick up both the expansions. If, if TMG actually has the first expansion there, I may pick up that one as well and then just complete up my selection. The one thing that I am looking for to actually ask them while I am there is if they are ever actually going to release any of the deluxe components that DLP has on their website, as I have wanted those since I purchased the game because I was not able to get the deluxe copy of the game. 
and I'm okay with not having the metal coins that came in that deluxe Kickstarter, but I still would like the wooden components because I think those wooden components actually do just look really, really nice, and that is pretty much how I've played the game most of the times, other than when playing this game at home with my wife, and the components are still good. The cardboard shits are still nice. The the, the the design on them, the art on them is really nice, but I still would just like to have those wooden components that's in the deluxe set, but like I said, this is just... If there is one game that I'm really looking forward to, this expansion is probably it for me at Origins. This is probably my number one thing that I'm looking forward to because Orleans, I didn't do, last year was the first year I actually did a top 10 list and I didn't do one a couple of years ago um, when Orleans was out. And if I had, I, from what I'm guessing, Orleans probably would have been my top game of that year. I can't think of another game that I really enjoyed more than this game. So this is just on the top of my list, and I think we have finally hit the end of the list that I put together. I put together only 14 games, I know an odd number, but in going through the list, I really didn't see much more. There, there were other games that I'm intrigued in, but these are some of the top ones that I was kind of looking at. A lot of these are from publishers and designers that I've played in the past, so that, of course, gravitates me to some of their stuff. Some of these are newer publishers or designers that I haven't played before, and maybe just the theme or the game style or some of the art has kind of caught my eye and made me interested in it, so... I have a feeling Origins 2017 is going to be a pretty damn good show, and I can't wait to get down to Columbus and actually start playing some games already. So let's end this podcast. Let's get this posted, and I need to finish packing. So as always, send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can also join us in some conversations over on Board Game Geek. We have a guild over there, guild number 2440. On Twitter, follow me at what I'm playing now. I'm probably going to be posting a lot this week, so just get ready for a lot of posts. On Facebook, what I'm playing now is just is what you need to search for. On Google Plus, plus.google.com slash the plus sign, what I'm playing now podcast. And then as always, our Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me for another podcast. I need to get out of here and get this posted real quick, but you know what to do. Go play some games and then let me know what your playing now if you're going to be down at origins definitely hit me up on twitter or something or on the facebook page or on the guild leave me a message there maybe we can meet up and play something but until next week when i get back from origins everybody have fun playing games and i will talk to you later have a good one bye-bye